0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: As we head into week 14 in the NFL, we've got the big matchup with Dallas and Philadelphia. Certainly the Niners and Seattle. The The MVP race is starting to heat up a little bit. We're going to talk about some of the guys that might be in the race, including maybe some that are not getting a lot of play, but are having the type of years that merit consideration and then we'll just see how it plays out at the end of the year that is the topic on today's landry football podcast part of the landry football podcast network which you can get by subscribing liking and sharing the landry football podcast network on apple on spotify wherever you get your podcast you want detailed breakdowns uh the game of football college football nfl we got it for you at landryfootball.com so make sure that you uh, check it out today take advantage of the holiday savings special that we have going there. Uh, a lot is going to be interesting to see how Dak Prescott plays this weekend. Um, you know, he's considered a an above-average quarterback without a superstar ceiling. Now he's the hottest quarterback in the game. Uh, there's not a lot of quarterbacks that would qualify as, uh, you know, unlikely MVP candidates considering how frequently they win the award. But if he were to have a great game against Philadelphia, uh, and finish strong, who knows? He's someone that could get consideration. And again, someone that is not uh, someone that you would normally consider as one of the favorites, uh, ally Josh Allen, uh, Patrick Mahomes, et cetera. But he's been the league's best quarterback by a considerable margin this year. Since week six, Uh, against the Chargers. He has had uh, a 79.8 quarterback rating. The second place quarterback is Trevor Lawrence. Um, You know, C.J. Stroud is certainly someone that's been mentioned, but he's a strong MVP contender after his game against uh, Seattle. Um, I think that uh, if you look at where his adjusted yards per passing attempt, um, his uh, adjusted net yards per attempt, he's He's very, very good, and he's played against what would be considered weaker competition over that stretch. No doubt, they faced the Chargers, Rams, Eagles, Giants, Panthers, Commanders, Seahawks. Not a, a a great group, but he's been a lot better than those teams um, uh, than uh, those other passers that we've talked about. So they've gone six and one over the stretch. Not only their one loss was to the Eagles who are alongside the 49ers are the two teams that Prescott and the Cowboys need to overcome. So I think that you have to look at maybe how he plays down the stretch against these uh, contending teams. That's going to be key. Whether he can overtake Philly, it's going to really depend a lot upon how well he plays and how well he plays um, effectively could keep him in the race, no question about it. Um, He's got a shot. There's no question about it even though he's been a, a polarizing uh, player for a while. I, I don't know that uh, Deron Bland has been the best cornerback in football this year. I, I think he's had unbelievable numbers. But, you know, these type of guys with numbers are the ones that get awards. Um, he's a very dangerous quarterback who's uh, known for a tremendous amount of pick six. Um, you know, he's he's a guy that's made the big type of play that allows you to be a a candidate. Um, you know, he picked up and picked off Tyler Lockett uh, um, on an out route, uh, jumped in front of him and, and got a uh, interception off of Geno Smith, setting up the Cowboys with the short field in a very impressive win over Seattle. Um, he's allowed six touchdowns this season, but he's, he's made up for that with the, uh, having an interception league high eight passes he's taken five of those to the house that's a enough to give you the star quality uh to be a contender for uh, at least the defensive player of the year and a candidate i don't think he's been the best defensive player i don't think he's worthy of it but i think he's going to be somebody to keep in mind because of the unusual stats of Uh, I don't think he has a real shot. No cornerback has ever won league MVP. And you look at some of the guys that have been really good in this league. He doesn't really measure up, but again, he's somebody that would be on the list on the back end of the list that I think some might vote for him, uh, because of the gaudy pick six stat. Now, someone that has played well that I think is worthy of consideration is Tyree Hill, the dolphins receiver. Um, you know, he's considered a guy that's a dynamic playmaker, um, but he's really good. Uh, he is uh, he is just right now playing as good as any receiver in the league. Um, you know, he's averaged 12 offensive snaps per quarter through the first 45 minutes uh, of last week's game. Uh, and he's just dominating with his big play ability. His 1,481 receiving yards through 12 games um, are phenomenal. Um, you know, C.D. Lamb of the Cowboys leads the league in receiving touchdowns with 12. He has a dozen or more first downs as a receiver. Um, what Hill is doing on snap-by-snap basis and route-by-route basis is unprecedented. Um, if you go back through 2007, he's blown away the competition. Over a 17-season game sample, just a handful of players have averaged more than three-point uh, yards per route run. He's averaged 3.3 yards per route run uh, with the Dolphins last year. Um, <clears throat> it's, uh, it's been a phenomenal, phenomenal run. He's averaging 4.4 yards per run this year. It's a barely, um, it, you know, it's, it's a, a almost five yards. That is insane in terms of that stat. You know, you don't see guys, as I said, you get in that 3.3, 3.4. That's outstanding. He's now at 4.45, uh, closing in on five yards. It's impressive. He's It's one of the better years I've seen by a receiver in NFL history. He's got 93 catches for 1,481 yards, 12 scores, as I mentioned, through the first 12 games. Um, you know, uh, we've not seen him do a whole lot. And he's got the benefit of a 17th game. Um, he's on pace to rack up over 2,000 receiving yards, which would set both single season receiving records by 134 yards and make him the first wide out in league history to have 2,000 yards in a single season. Um, uh, you know, he's, it's just been, he's got a, absolutely a shot. If there's a window for a receiver to win an MVP, it's right now. Uh, the numbers are going to be there, the quarterback play for typical MVP type guys are down. Um, And I think with the move to a 17-game schedule a few years ago, it's going to put the numbers with an extra game in the range where I think it's going to garner some consideration for MVP. Uh, Most significantly, any wide receiver who's got the 2,000 yards was going to have a quarterback throwing him the football to get there. And the league is usually going to give those quarterbacks more credit for racking up those yards rice won. jerry rice won 30 votes in 1987 but when joe montana won back-to-back mvp awards in 88 and 89 he re- received only one vote to montana's 88 so you see kind of where it's gone tua is playing really good football and has the dolphins in a position to earn a first round buy but you don't see the appetite for him getting the mvp type of votes more than uh, as much as say um a tyreek hill uh, Jalen Waddle was having a solid season, but his numbers are down. Racine Mossert is really good. There's a lot of weapons on this offense, but the explosiveness of this offense uh, and the fact that Tyreek Hill is the main guy is certainly someone that uh, you could see possibly getting consideration. What about Christian McCaffrey? Um, <clears throat> a injury prone running back, but he's a tremendously impactful guy. Transcending player. Uh, if you're looking at the running back class before the season and had to pick one player to be an MVP, you probably would have chosen him. Uh, at the same time, <clears throat> he's um, look, hes nearly 200 rushing yards ahead of the second-place back, Derrick Henry.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office.
1: 18 plus. You know, in this age, and I'm not saying it should be this way, the fantasy football age, um, he is putting the type of numbers that are a little bit eye popping. Um, in addition to the leading the league in rushing and scoring plenty of touchdowns, uh, he's unparalleled as a receiver. So he gives them a a, a two way threat there. Um, his Average yard per route run is outstanding, over 150 routes. Leads all running backs in rushing yards and receiving yards. Uh, only four players have done that over a full season since the 1970 merger. Lidell Mitchell with the Colts in 77, Herschel Walker for the 87 Cowboys, Arian Foster with the 2010 Texans, and McCaffrey, who pulled off that feat for the 19 Panthers. Those Panthers went five and one, but the 2023 49ers are nine and three, just blew past the top seeded Eagles to gain a measure of revenge on that champion uh, conference championship game. Um, I think he's got a slim chance. He's on pace to finish with 1,462 rushing yards, 609 receiving yards. So while those numbers would be impressive. Um, with Hill for leading the league in, in yards per scrimmage. I don't think he'd win the MVP based on just his performance racking up with the 49ers uh, Purdy is a legitimate MVP candidate. Although, um, you know, he could split some vote with McCaffrey and that could hurt him a little bit. Um, it, you know, what could get you in serious contention, score a lot of touchdowns. The backs of one MVPs over the past 25 years are, uh, Peterson, Marshall Falk, LaDellian Tomlinson, Sean Alexander. All of those guys had huge outlier numbers in one place or another. Um, McCaffrey gets to play that 17th game, so we shall see. And then would you consider a guy like C.J. Stroud? Um, he's not a MVP candidate. Um, I, I mean, excuse me, he is an MVP candidate. He's got a shot, but I don't know that he's got a really good shot. Look, rookies just don't win the MVP. Mahomes and Kurt Warner both won it during their first meaningful seasons of playing time, but the last actual rookie to win it was Jim Brown in 1957. Prescott and Elliott both received votes in 16, but it's rare for a rookie to receive more than a couple of token votes. Stroud has been a revelation. He's he's pushed the ball downfield. He's been a huge impact. Started Sunday's games without. tight end Dalton Schultz, but finish it without Tank Dell. He's going to have to finish strong and put together big-time numbers, and the Texans are going to have to maybe make a strong run, overtake Jacksonville for the division lead, get them into the playoffs as the division winner. That's what it's going to take, and he's going to have to be the reason, and the numbers are going to have to support that. His numbers aren't, you know, outstanding. He would need to win that division, and if he does, maybe there's a possibility. Um, Who else could be a candidate? I mean, would somebody like uh, uh, T.J. Watt, uh, you know, get some votes? Great edge rusher.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: But the team's not very good. He's not having that type of an impact. Um, you know, I think that, that he's not single-handedly winning team's games. He's got a long shot, I guess. He's the best player on the team. And, you know, they would have to dominate on defense, get into the playoffs for him to have any sorts of chance. Um, You take somebody like Jesse Bates of the Falcons, who's played well. He's been outstanding uh, in a season in which the Falcons offense uh, and their overall personnel is not very good. It's the defense that's leading it. They're 6-6. Six and six. They're not blowing anybody away, but it's the defense, and it's largely him. Starting in the opener when the Falcons hosted the, the Panthers. Bates announced himself, forced a fumble, made a lot of big plays. He's leading a team. Uh, with the Week 12, with the Saints driving into the red zone in the first quarter to take a 10-0 lead, it was Bates that flipped the script and didn't even need the offense's help. He jumped the Derek Carr's pass. He returned it 92 yards. This, this week with the Jets around midfield in a game with a field position and the turnovers mattered, Bates made another big play. <clears throat> a play in which Garrett Wilson separated from his corner position and appeared to be open for a big game. Bates came out the deep middle of the field, beat Wilson on the sideline for a pick, it wasn't a great throw by Boyle, but he continues to make big plays, and he's a difference maker for a team that's totally relying on a defense. He doesn't have not he does not have a chance to win it. But I'm talking about people that have played well enough to they should get consideration. Um, Jason Kelsey, Trent Williams of San Francisco. These guys are not going to get it because they're playing a position that people don't understand um, who plays well and who doesn't. But there's, there are guys like that that I think are at least playing well enough. They should get consideration. Uh, and in, uh, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, on guys that uh, are good players, on uh, teams that are winning, uh, that's, that is going to be um, uh, interesting to watch. But I don't know how much uh, votes that they're going to get. These are just some guys that I wanted to mention that when we're in the film room, that are standing up, that are playing very good football, that are deserving of consideration, uh, but are not gonna win it, more than likely, but we thought we'd bring it up to you to give you an idea of maybe who's on the outside looking in, if downs, LandryFootball.com, with all the latest information. Check it out today. Uh, if you love football, you're going to love landing us. Talk to you next time, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky?